Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here, just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I am your hostess. How about that? I'm your hostess. <laughs> uh, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Welcome to today's episode. I'm going to warn you guys. I'm just going to go ahead and warn you right out the bat. It's early and I'm kind of punchy. This is what happens when you get up and shower and do a bunch of stuff before 8 o'clock, which is not my status quo. I tend to, I like to leisurely sleep in or... Um, get my arse to the gym, which is not happening in a little bit. Either way, um, I'm super pumped to be here with you guys today because I'm coming out of, out of, off the tail end. I don't even know what you would say here. Uh, it's just been a squirrely couple weeks and, uh, I'm, I'm happy that they're behind me. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and, and leave it with that. Um, and I have my coffee. This is kind of fun. It's either, you know, I'm not going to get into it. I think it's Chris Brogan who does that. what tea he's drinking, right? I'm going to either coffee, water, or green juice, one of the three. Not super exciting. Uh, but if you'd like to know the brand, uh, it's actually Starbucks Cinnamon Dolce Coffee, K-Cups. I use the Keurig. Uh, and then with a little bit of sugar-free French vanilla, it's like a tasty treat. Let me tell you. So, okay. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about planning, producing, and imperfect action. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness, where do I start? You know, I've, I've been thinking a lot about processes, and, and really quick, I'm going to give you guys one little disclaimer. I do have the window open in my office. It's uh, quiet this morning, so hopefully there won't be anything outside, but I just dried my hair, and I've got a lot of hair, and I'm hot, so we're going to leave the window open, so hopefully we won't hear any noise probably irrelevant at this point. So anyways, I have been thinking about just processes and systems. And it's funny because I, I would say I'm somebody that tends to buck like rules, right? And, and, and growing up, I, w- I wanted to be the good kid, right? Like do what is expected of me, all that kind of stuff. And so <laughs> I think that's where that came from was sort of this, um, you know, I don't want to say living up to X, to expectations, because really, there are like my own self inflicted expectations that I decided people were expecting me, you know, that nonsense that happens in our heads. Holy armchair psychologist really early on a Friday morning to be doing this, but that's okay. Um, and so, you know, I've associated a lot of negativity to discipline and responsibility. Don't don't ask me why like, and not negativity, but maybe just like, don't make me do something I don't want to do, you know? And it's funny, because I can choose to do the same thing. And um, it's completely different. It doesn't feel... (laughs) Does that make sense? You know, if I choose to go to the gym, versus someone saying you need to be here five days, you know, it's a totally different perception. It's all about perception, guys, perspective. So but this whole thing about processes, right, is because and I don't know if you guys are getting really sick of me talking about this email practice, which has not been daily. I think I hit one week where I got eight in a row. Um, it's it's so much more than I used to email, but I have every intention of, of getting there. And 
for me, it's going to mean I have to get ahead of it, right? That because what tends to happen for me when I write, I don't know about you guys, we all have our own creative processes. And I tend to be inspired by something. And fortunately, with the email, it's, I'm not not doing it because I'm not inspired, but I've been in a funky space. So I'm like, I can't create when I'm in that mood, right? Or my head isn't in the game. So ideally, we batch emails, right? Like, kind of like, even the podcasting, I'm like, I think I need to schedule a, a few times in my week, where I batch things. So whether it is the podcast, the solo shows, um, or the emails, but those things that I can get ahead of, because I feel like I kind of disappeared for a week. And I, I mean, I didn't, but you know, social media was, I had all that stuff scheduled. But I went from like publishing five pieces of content on my site one week to nothing. Like the podcast was late. My podcast has not been late. Um, gosh, I don't know, six months, you know, it's like, it's, so things really went sideways for me. And, you know, I, I sort of have this daily email practice has ignited this small fondness for discipline, believe it or not. And I'm just, I'm changing the way I look at it. And the thing is, I say like a small fondness, because the thought for me of structuring and scheduling my life to the point where everything requires a discipline, like, it just makes my head hurt. And I go into immediate resistance. That's where that's don't make me do anything. You know what I mean? And what I, you know, I, I subscribe to medium. Um, well, not like just the whole site. Well, I do. I get updates from medium. And if you guys haven't gone to medium, it's a great place to find great, just content. It's articles. And uh, there was something that came in. So you get sort of, I, I get like this daily digestive stuff that's happened on, you know, posts that have been published on Medium. And one of them was eight things you need to do before 8am. And it was like, really? <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many lists and ways that you should be doing things and having a perfect morning and having this. And it starts to feel just a little bit too much to me. I, I get like, God, you know, I, I think my, not my whole life, but it's like, when you get past the point, and I don't know where you're at in your life, obviously, since I'm talking to many of you, but when you get past that point of, you know, having to get little kids out the door and, and, and whatever, and you're in a different phase, which is where I'm at, like, my kids, I've got one out of the house, one halfway through high school. So I'm not having to feed them and make lunches or do any of that stuff. And so, that morning time, you know, I need to find what works for me. But when you've when you've had it structured and set for so long, for me, I bucked it like, don't just I don't want to be told how I have to do things in order to be a better human being. (laughs) Does that make sense? So but, um, you know, I'm finding little ways that I can apply this in all areas of my life. For the sake of this show, even though it seems otherwise based on what I've just talked to you guys about, um, we're going to stick with business. And like most entrepreneurs, I enjoy the process of planning and getting excited about the possibilities of what I can do with my business. Business with my business. Yeah, we're not editing that out, so you just get to roll with it. And I may have to shut the window. I hear a dog barking in the background. Um, but you know, when you take time away from the daily tasks, we you get a different perspective. And for me, I get totally re-inspired when I have stepped away. And the funny thing is, it's when you feel most in the thick of things and when you feel like I've got work to do, that you should step away. And it seems so counterintuitive. Um, But 
I don't know about you guys. Have you ever been in a position where you're frustrating, you're stuck with something, and or you're really, really exhausted, and something that would normally take you an hour takes you four, right? So that's where that's stepping away. And this is, you know, I know none of this is like earth shattering, but I, I'm simply sharing with you guys to know that I totally struggle with this stuff too. And so for me, it's, it's, there's something about changing that routine that feels better. I'm either going to get re-inspired or I'll get clarity on something I've been stuck on. You know, like last week, I went up to see my mentor slash therapist. And again, that day, it's a 10 hour day away from my desk, you guys. And it's it's three hours each way. I spend about three hours with her. And people know, don't call me. <laughs> I'm offline. You know, I, I've thought about setting up an email autoresponder. But even then I get like, it's no one's business what I'm doing today. See, that's where the little uh, petulant child, as my therapist calls it, would come in. And so that day to myself, it was like, I, I went, I got away, I got some clarity on things. It's, and for me, being the, what would, would it be, not an audio, what would be the word I'm thinking of, you know, somebody who actually, you know, a little bit of a fiend, I guess, but when it comes to podcasts and audiobooks and stuff, um, like, it's kind of a gold day to me, like, I get this total reprieve. And so, it's really important. And then the day after that, I had a friend uh, come down and we spent the day breaking down new Kajabi. Like, all right, what is the process and what happens when you do this, that kind of stuff. So it was, um, so in a way, I had two days away, right, from my business. And it felt like, oh my gosh, I've got all this stuff to catch up on. Um, But there is something about changing the routine that feels better, right? And as much as I like time to myself, like Thursday was awesome, sometimes the planning is most helpful when you do it with other people, whether it's mentors, peers, partners, you know, your dog, (laughs) whatever works for you. Um, But the extra energy that you get from someone else's excitement and enthusiasm can be contagious. And oftentimes, you might, they'll see something that you missed or just a totally different perspective that makes you take a second look at something. And for me, accountability, how many times have I said that for me? You know, what's funny, you guys, this is a total (laughs) sideways fork in the road. I don't know you call it. If you're not sure about (laughs) anything that you can improve with speaking and writing, listen to yourself. I'm going to tell you, when I go back and listen to like I record my sessions with my therapist, I use like like I'm a sixth grader. How do you like that? Um, I use the word like as if I were 12. I'm like, and then see, it just keeps coming out of my mouth. Um, Same thing, like for me, or I think, anyways, I'm really sorry, you guys, this is going to be a fun ride, isn't it? Um, I really like the planning, but there is a problem with the planning. And now mind you, there's the fun stuff too, besides like the enthusiasm and that you're getting work done. um, There's all the fun stuff. Who doesn't like whiteboards and pens and calendar? I, I love all that stuff. Um, having lunch with a friend, whatever. But the pro- here's the problem with planning, you guys. You can get stuck there. And I swear to God, I wish there was, like, when I was writing this post, because I told you guys I write them first. Um, when I was writing this, I was like, there should be some sort of Southern phrase or saying about being stuck, right? Like, stuck like a pig in mud or something. I just, it just seems like it would fit here. I don't have one though. <laughs> so we're going to keep moving on. I, I've, I've so been in that stuck phase many, many times, you know, where I have taken the time to map everything out. I love outlining stuff and I use Gliffy. If you guys have not seen Gliffy, 
here's side note with Gliffy, there's actually a Chrome extension that's free. I don't know how this works because the web app is not free. It's like 39 bucks a year. It's still super cheap, but I think there's a Chrome extension that's free. So I'm like, I don't know how that works either way. Um, the point is, I, I, like, I can't do mind maps. They just feel, they're kind of brain dump, but I'm better brain dumping with pen and paper. But I'll, I'll create the first few steps, and then I get caught back up in the tasks. Or better yet, like, I don't get past the first step, but I get caught back up in the tasks, right? So I've mapped something out. I've, I've created this. I've got this beautiful outline. I've got this plan. And then it's back to the grind, right? It's back to my normal routine in the morning, it's back to, okay, I got to create a post, I got to do this, I got to do that. And so it's finding a way to, it's finding a way to work the plan into getting stuff accomplished, right? So I'm actually way better at following through on things than I used to. Um, and, and for the most part, I don't think many people who know me, let's say I don't get things done. Um, but I make it way more of a chore than it needs to be. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, the things that should get the most attention are the things that can make me money. And we're all human. So there's, you know, that's going to go sideways. But I'm running a business. This is not a hobby. As much as I love creating the content, there needs to be an endpoint. I need to have a result. I need to get a return on my investment of time. Um, and don't, don't take this in the way, you know, I'm not coming from this place, you guys, it money is my God, right? Money is the end all be all, you know, let's just, let's just run with the fact that we know that we need to earn an income to keep doing what we're doing. End of story. Um, But I want to give you two very specific examples. So you do feel like you're getting something tangible. And you're not just joining me for a self help session, which is totally where this seems to be going. Um, So let's first, we're going to look at the WordPress check. I'm sorry if there's a little bit of a pause. This coffee is delish, though. Um, so when I decided to change my theme, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that my messaging needed to be clear. It has not been. I've done this whole profiting with WordPress. I've done WordPress happiness made easy. What does that mean? I don't even know. And when I went through doing the rebranding of Hustle Free, Freedom Papers Hustle Free, I did the work, guys. Like I sat down and I, I kind of did this brain dump with words and where's the association and is it clear? I still think we have work to do on the messaging for that brand, but you really want to be clear. And so I wanted people to know that when they got to my site, they would learn about WordPress and marketing. Um, I definitely have some restructuring to do with my content model, but that's more of a moving forward as opposed to going backwards. Meaning, like sit down and the content that I create from here forward, it's like I want to be talking to that person who is more interested in what their site can do for them to drive their business to make money as opposed to how can I learn, you know, how to make this JavaScript thing work, which (laughs) I don't know how to do. Um, But you know, I'm saying so that's who I'm talking to people who use this and, and our content creators are entrepreneurs. Um, So I needed to make sure that that message was very clear. Now, there's also an audience of like new to WordPress and DIY, which is something that I have half-assed served <laughs> over over the years because there wasn't a there wasn't a plan, there wasn't a structure to that. So I could shoot myself for never having done it. Here's how to here's how to install WordPress, like you know, and that could have been monetized as an affiliate. <clears throat> I will be doing that. I think I've told you guys that I will be doing that with GoDaddy with their new 
their whole onboarding is just beautiful. They partnered with Beaver Builder. I love the direction they're going in. So that there's going to be some core core pieces of content, and a friend used the term cornerstone content for me. Um, so you know that that sit there sort of as resources almost, right? So it's sort of those epic posts that are super in depth, video tutorials, content upgrades, a whole nine yards, and then they'll be monetized. Um, with affiliate links. Um, you know, I should have done this years ago, but hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, but there are certain products. And it's funny, because I was looking at, there's a tool you guys are gonna be hearing about, I'm gonna have them on the show. Um, I don't know if you did or didn't get my email, but if you're not on my list, you really should be. Um, but there's a, a new content research tool. And I, I signed up for it, I want to say through beta list. And so we did a demo, and it's not going to be available to the public for months. So I just had to watch and like drool. But basically, you can do a query for your contents, so you can do a search word. So like I could type in podcasting for business, because he pulled it up, he looked at my site. And so we were doing this together. Podcasting for business, I have a handful of posts. Um, when I was doing the paid traffic for Facebook for the done for you service. And so I did sort of these, you know, solid pieces of, um, of content. And so first you put in the keyword, and then it pulls up, like, I think I was ranked six for something, but it pulls up like the competing content in, in the search engine in Google, and it shows you what the posts are, who they are, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll pull up yours. And, and then you can copy and paste. So you get this, this one look, right? So you can see who is doing well for that particular piece of content, which I know you could do just in Google, but it does a little bit deeper dive. So then it'll tell you, you know, here are the top used terms. And now I'm starting to wonder, I, I'm missing something. So don't take my description here um, as, as the definitive, because it's much more powerful than I'm probably making it sound. But then what you can do is you can take your post. So you can copy and paste your entire post into this query. And it will tell you here are some terms you've used that are are good ranking terms. And then it'll tell you here's terms you haven't used in your content that these other pieces of content are doing better than you. I was like, Oh, my gosh, you want to hear something funny? (laughs) Talk about a duh, friggin moment. And this is where the keywords and SEO, why I'm diving deeper into this <clears throat> audio content. Like why on earth would I not have the term audio content in a post about 11 ways podcasting can explode your business. So and it's just when when you start writing and for me, when I create content, I'm doing it in my voice and all this stuff. So do you see the difference? And the point being is, you know, I have I've created all this content, I've got all the stuff on my site. And so it needs to be working better for me. Um, and so some I'll be creating this, this comes back to I am coming full circle guys, to the moving forward as opposed to going backwards. So future content will be approached with this way. And then what I would like to do is ideally go back and improve like one post a week, go back through, you know, pull my analytics, pull drill down my content in, in, in Google Analytics, and see how I can improve like one post a week, whether it's, you know, simply doing better SEO, you know, changing the languaging, adding image content upgrades, whatever that is. But in this, you guys, this is all work, right? Um, God, I've got really one of my dogs is super needy this morning. Okay, go sit down. So then there is the point um, of making sure that my navigation supports this path for my customers. Another friend, we were talking recently, my friend that we did the Kajabi with, and she was saying, you know, how how 
important it is to have a very clear path for your customer. So if somebody comes to the site for the first time, you know, there needs to be a clear start here. And there isn't because I need to tie this all together. But you want to make sure that your navigation supports how you want somebody to build a relationship with you. And I'm not talking the physical structure, you guys. But, you know, I put the new theme up this week, and I realized you need to get a search backup. I don't have a search because of the way I've structured the blog and everything. Um, There needs to be a clear search. I'll probably put it in the footer or something. But you know what I'm saying? There's So you start looking at these things. So when I started looking at the processes for the WordPress chick, and I knew that I was going to flip this theme, and I wanted the messaging to be clear. Of course, the first thing that I had to step back and say is, you need to be clear on how you're monetizing this. What is what is the flow that you're doing this from? And I'll tell you the besides these points, I'm going to give you what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, six pieces of content. I mean, six bullet points on how I'm going to monetize the site. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper into each of them. But I knew when I launched this theme, that one of my primary focuses besides content was lead generation. Um, you know, when you've I, I feel like and it's not a beating myself up, but it's my site needs to be converting better. So that's why I'm doing a deeper dive into all of these pieces. Um, so lead gen is key. And so if 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 and when you, how about not if and when, how about when you go look at my site, um, you'll see at the top of every page has the lead gen. It's very clear. Um, and I bucked this for a long time, you guys, like, oh, I don't want it. But no, this is a business. My goal is to build a list of engaged subscribers that I have a relationship with. Okay, so here are the ways that I'm going to monetize the brand. First is affiliate sales. Uh, Sorry, the dog decided she was going to try to lay down on a heating pad of mine. And I'm like, you're not digging that. So the first is affiliate sales. This is going to be part of my content strategy. I don't do, you know, JVZoo launches. I'm not saying I would never promote a product, but I need to look at it and it needs to make sense and blah, blah, blah. So I need to say to myself, uh, I am saying to myself, you know, what, what are things that I use and support that can be a solid affiliate strategy for my business? So that's number one. And I will drive that through creating content around the tools I use. So coaching, I am going to start coaching again. And I am not a believer of a one size fits all. So there's going to be a few different ways people can work with me. And I'm going to tell you guys, this has been a real, you know, I I worked with a friend of mine who helped me um, with some uh, copy for the site. And it was like, you know, when something just feels off, she nailed it on my about page. And I loved the coaching stuff. But then I put it up and I'm all this just looks dumb. (laughs) You know, like, you know, you just it's you're not feeling it. And so I was talking to another friend last night. And he looked at his all this kind of sounds like a grocery list. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. So I was going to do the the Monica from friends. I know. So now I'm on this little warpath. And I'm going to tell not warpath. But what I what I do when I'm looking for, what do I want this to be? I, I reverse engineer stuff, guys. So I will go find other pages, other people that are, you know, have a coaching page. Because again, you guys, it's not like, here's my five, you know, zillion dollar packages. It's like, look, we can you can have a paid session, we can do a deeper dive, or we can do a custom program. I really that's how it's gonna be. I, I don't I, I like keeping things flexible and I like the opportunity to work with people because I want to work with you versus you can pay me. Does that make sense? Um, 
So the coaching thing, though, so I'm reverse engineering it. And I'm going to tell you what I know without a doubt is I need to bring more of me into this page. It is time for me to stop being such a wimp about doing video. And because this is just raw, vulnerable moment for you. Um, <laughs> but it's like, you know, if you're, I, I'm not super happy with my weight right now. And I'm like, I don't want to get on camera. But just stop, right? We're all real. I mean, Miss, I want to be real needs to be real. <laughs> that was a really raw moment. I don't know if I should record these like Friday mornings after I'm all coffeeed and showered up. Um, so the point being, to do that correctly, I need to give it I need to do the work. So in setting up a coaching page, and again, like I'm not worried about the 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 structure, the programs. I'm not going to get into a bunch of that stuff. Like I know I'm very clear on that, but the page needs to reflect who I am, how I work with people, the type of people I want to work with, what we can get from working together, and you know some testimonials. It's like I've thrown one up there. I've got a bunch more. So it's like pull in, pull take the time to do this right is my point. So that is a model that's going forward. And, you know, again, I, I don't have any definitive that I'm going to work with three people a month, whatever. I mean, no, it's something that I'm going to do that works for me and the person I'm working with and whatever, we'll cross that bridge. But my point is that I need a plan for each of these, right? The affiliate sales can't just be, I feel like doing a post on Thrive today. Therefore, I'm going to write it and promote it and we're good to go. It's like, no, what are the companies you're going to write about? What are the things that drive that? And remember, the goal is monetization. This is an income model. So I need to have an editorial calendar for that type of a content or test different strategies for that. Does that make sense? So we've got affiliate sales and coaching. Those are the two ways, the first two. The next one is courses. So I am reworking a podcasting course. I'm using Troy Dean's Rockstar Empires and... Um, his training. And so I would like to offer that like three times a year. And it's going to focus on, you know, the the service that I did, it's called Influence Podcasting. And I'm going to stick with that name because I truly believe you guys that podcasting is so much more than the technology and making money with podcasting. It's, 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 it goes so many different ways. And meaning what you gain from it is kind of this intangible, but it's just being able to translate. So, so as an example, the relationships that I have gotten, gotten the relationships that I've created, word, my English today. It's a good thing Grammarly doesn't do audio, right? <laughs> the relationships that, that have, have come about through podcasting blows my mind. And it's like, okay, leverage those. And I am a big believer. I am always, you know, supporting other people, sharing other people's content, that's not a big deal for me. So it's like, all right, well, how do people how helping people understand that podcasting is that ideal leverage. So on one hand, it's a strategy, it's a piece of content, it's a tool, but what you can gain from it is expertise, authority, relationships that, you know, it's funny like people don't think about twice about going to conferences and stuff, but I oh, invest in in a podcast. It's like, no, and it it is work, you guys. It's totally work, and but all of this is, and I'm not going to scream at you to do the effing work because somebody would totally call me a hypocrite, and that's not who I am. But all of this does take work, but you just you step at it one step at a time. So courses, I know I love teaching. I miss doing that. I'm trying. I'm a little bit. I don't know if stuck is the right word, guys, but finding that sweet that sweet spot between 
teaching something, but like not being the tech DIY support. Does that make sense? So there has to, to me, I'm at, I'm kind of past that. Let me just show you how to do something with WordPress. I would rather make that content free. And then it's people who want to scale and leverage their business and their brand and show up in a, and show up, do business as only you can do, right? So courses, uh, I'm going to be reworking uh, that podcast course. So that'll be coming 2017. Recurring revenue. Uh, that is number four. So this is going to be done in conjunction with Hustle Free. And I, I've, you know, told you guys how that whole launch and stuff went. We're still looking at that model. All we're doing right now is is focusing on the audience and building the brand. There will be a recurring revenue model. I still love the idea of a newsletter um, and maybe something else. But the point, and when you're hearing some of these things, hopefully you're getting some ideas or it's triggering something. And I'm going to go backwards just for one sec. When I was talking about the podcast course, one of the things that that gets me so pumped about podcasting is the way people are doing it now. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking technology, like the technology piece, you guys getting a mic and choosing your recording and edit. It's it's a set it and forget it. And I don't think anybody should be editing their podcasts unless you're like this kick-ass editor and it's easy peasy. But, you know, I, I like to think I'm sort of tech savvy and I the time it took me to edit was like, hell no, <laughs> it's just not worth it. Side note though, is that podcasting, people are coming up with all these different ways to do it. So you have people doing seasons, you have people doing shows, you have, you know, so it's not, you don't have to just get stuck in this. Let me interview somebody. I'm going to interview somebody. I'm going to interview somebody. What we've done with Hustle Free is we were, we started it this way and then we shifted the model and then we've gone back. The goal is to go deeper for an entire month on a topic. And so it's almost think more like a, um, like a soap opera, right? So where the episode picks up, and then we'll do a different topic. And so whether it's like right now, we're going through my new lead magnet. Um, Again, if you're not subscribed, get it. But it's a one page WordPress marketing plan. It's literally 10 things, guys. That's that's the fundamental core of what you need to do a business, what you need to run an online business, and what you need to do. So we went the first episode, we went through all 10. This is on hustle free, because again, that brand, if it doesn't support the WordPress check, then I don't, I do not have the bandwidth to do something that's like super, like, you know, different, different camps, right? Like, I'd love to test an e-commerce niche store. I don't have the time right now. Um, But the point is, there's all these different ways to do this. So by us doing this deep dive with podcasting, excuse me, deep dive on that show of one topic, um, we kind of become more educators, right? So there's that element. So again, the beauty of of all of these things, whether it's courses or recurring revenue, is you get to create it however you want. So just because everybody else is doing a membership site for recurring revenue does not mean you need to do a membership site. You could do, like we're looking at doing, is like a really deep dive paid newsletter that that gives the actual strategies mapped out, whatever. Or you do, you know, a, a private, you could do a mastermind. And I'm not talking, you know, $30,000, dollars $50,000 masterminds. I'm talking you know, 97 bucks a month, private Facebook group, you get this, 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 and this, whatever, you get to create whatever you want. But I'm going to tell you, recurring revenue will make your life so much easier. It's just knowing that. And so whatever that looks like for you, um, you know, play with some ideas, which is what we're doing with Hustle Free. So I'm going to give a little recap. So the first four ways that I'm monetizing this brand are affiliate sales, coaching courses, recurring revenue, um, 
the last two, one is kind of a no brainer as I'd like to, I'm going to actually pursue podcast sponsorship. Uh, the podcast sponsorships that have, that I've had have come to me. Um, and <laughs> you know, I'm in, I think I've told you guys, Carrie Dills, uh, orchestrated a great mastermind. There's five of us, um, just for, you know, staying on track and, and accountability and stuff. And we're going to pick it up again. I think somebody else is going to take the baton. Um, but Diane Kinney, who I would love to have on the show, worked with Carrie and, and they set up this actual plan and approached and she's got us, you know, two sponsors, mid roll and beginning. And so it just makes sense. It's kind of a no brainer, right to do podcast sponsorships for me. Um, and then number six is premium events. Hold on, we need a sip of coffee for this. Mind you, um, my mentor, she got me this awesome cup. It's stainless steel, and it just says more, please. <laughs> uh, so my coffee stays hotter longer. But I have totally wanted to do this, you guys, for, I, I don't know, I've always wanted to do events. I thought I was, you know, I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I think I've shared that with you guys. And which is funny, because in a way, I'm, I've got that platform with the podcast. I like the um, in-person retreats. I really love, you know, getting together, connecting with people. And, you know, I, I have an idea of what this is going to look like. So it'll be in 2017. I might be doing it with John pulling together. I don't, I don't know. Not I might, we're planning on doing it. But to me, this is what, what like the ideal retreat looks like. It's like 10 people. We go somewhere cool. And I've already decided it's going to be like Tahoe as the first place, because if I'm going to pull this off, I need somewhere that I can drive up to and, and look at house, whatever, rent a great house, you know, for like four days, and you come together. And obviously, there's structure and there's a plan. But you spend those few days deep diving into everyone's business, and you get shit done, you know, that you actually implement something that you map it out, people have strategies, and then they take those steps while they're there. Um, you know, you share some great meals, you you build lasting supportive friendships. That's my idea. Um, you know, I, I've done the mastermind that I was in, I had some amazing adventures, you guys stayed at some awesome places. Um, but there, those can be exhausting too. Not that this wouldn't be tiring, because I think anytime you spend a couple days, like doing this deep dive on your brain, and in your business, kind of wears you out, and you need to like, you know, unplug, get out in nature, binge watch Netflix, whatever works for you. Um, But there's something to me, uh, just about that connection piece, and you know, reminding yourself you're not alone, and and getting the guidance and direction you need, as well as getting input and support from peers. It's so I it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, you know, so we're gonna do it. And we'll obviously do, you know, like I want to, I want to video it. Um, so I don't know that I would create a course around it. But, you know, do snippets for people that they can then reuse on their own site, you know, do photos and video that everybody that's been there can take and repurpose and leverage that content. So anyways, that's on the calendar for 2017. Uh, I don't know, when, um, probably after the snow melts in Tahoe, um, because I don't have a four wheel drive, and I'm not dealing with chains. Um, but so so there's that. So that those are the six things that I'm going to do to monetize this brand affiliate sales, coaching courses, recurring revenue, premium events, podcast sponsorship. It it might sound a lot. But at the end of the day, everything supports everything else, you know, so if if what I'm doing, doesn't support that it shouldn't get the attention. 
I'll probably try other things along the way, you know, because before any of this works is I need a really solid lead generation plan and execution of the plan. That means what am I doing to to drive leads consistently besides having an opt-in all over my site? Whether it's paid ads, whether it's doing a giveaway, trying to have enough content upgrades on the site, um, you know, I'm going to test a free plus shipping offer. There's So there's all kinds of things to test, but they have to support one of these models, um, which I know might sound like, well, everybody has those models. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, but you'll notice that the goal for 2017 is the service work needs to stop. Um, I have a couple clients that are great that I'll continue working with. Um, it just doesn't support how I feel I'm supposed to move through my life. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Will I try other things? Yes. Uh, at the end of the day, I can tell you I have been thinking a lot about this though. And while I've been doing some planning and I, you know, I've been working on the new theme, can I honestly tell you? Can I honestly tell you? How about honestly, let me tell you that this is the clearest I've been. And it was when I wrote this post. And you guys, these are six bullet points with, you know, one to two sentences behind each of them. And I, I this has been a total process. When I, it started with, okay, I need a new theme. There's, there's too much happening. I need something clearer. I need something cleaner. I don't want people to wonder what I do or what the site's about or how they can work with me. It needs to be clear. I have a ton to finish, guys. And this is where that imperfect action comes in. But I knew that if I waited, if I waited too long to, to get the, the theme, it just, it was never going to happen. And I do work well, sort of 11th hour. And so it was like, get it up, get it working. You know, and now I'm, I'm I'm tweaking, and I think that kind of is a is an ongoing, never ending. Um, so that is a WordPress check. Now let's look at hustle free and talk about a learning lesson. <laughs> Holy moly! After launching Freedom Papers, you know, offering a paid physical newsletter letter that fell flat, and realizing we needed to focus on building the audience, we took a step back and did a massive rebranding. What I will point out about this is that we wouldn't have done all that if we had not taken imperfect action. I've said it a bunch of times that that is probably the quickest that I've gotten anything implemented and out into the world. It just, it was, it was so much that an idea took a hold of us. And the the challenge is, you know, John has a, has the, the day job. Um, so a lot of that falls on me, which he's awesome about whatever needs to be done. But a lot of that fell on me. And it was like, Oh, my gosh. So stepping back, it was like, okay, you know, we knew that we were on the right path with the podcast. And we we jumped in with both feet from day one. Um, I don't think the momentum. I don't think we could have slowed it down if we had wanted to. But it was it was such a fascinating process. Because I being this 11th hour person, in a way, and I don't mean like I always wait till last minute. But oftentimes, I know for myself, and I'm going to assume that for some of you guys, this is true, that taking the time to sit with a pen and paper or whatever tool you want to use, and do a brain dump of words that that resonate with you when it comes to uh, naming something, right, coming up with the brand, or, or what is it you really do, or who is it you really want to work with. So those things always, well, for me, they remember, see, there's that for me. 
those things seem like a luxury, and I'm not quote unquote working. And when I when I don't do those things, I, I set myself back months because if you don't take the time to do it right in the beginning, you know you're going to have to go back, right? And what we did with Hustle Free is, you know, when we realized it doesn't, the name didn't make sense and everything felt so great, you guys, from the beginning. I'm going to tell you, there was like, we didn't have outside perspective. And can you get validation? Like, there's a lot of minimum viable products and all that stuff. Absolutely. But sometimes just doing it makes all the difference in the world because we got a ton of feedback. We got great uh, reviews. People told us they liked it, all those things. And so the 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 theme of it, our energy, us together, that worked. Let me tell you where we're at with this right now. So we have relaunched the podcast and website under the new brand, which I really love. Um, I just, you know, sometimes you don't know what you want until you see it. So I have a full-time uh, designer and she's amazing. I love her to pieces. Well, she actually went had a tragedy in her, in her life and um, I have somebody that supports her and kind of filled in, but it was like, nothing was grabbing me. So I went over to Fiverr and I just started looking at logos. Cause again, I will go, I will go cruise the web guys. I, I don't ever feel like that's something I shouldn't do. But when I start looking at like this coaching page for myself, it's going to take me a little bit of time. It's going to take me, you know, all right, Kim, how do you want this visually structured? Then you need to get in front of the camera and you need to talk to people. And who do you want to work with and and play with all that stuff? So it's going to be a process, but I like to go sort of uh, reverse engineer things. So I did that with the logo. It was like Freedom Papers hit. Like I liked it. It was great. Didn't think twice about it once we had it. But for Hustle Free, it was like, I'm not sure, right? And we we kind of tried staying along the same design lines. It just didn't feel right, same colors, but it was like, nah. So I go to Fiverr, start looking at logos, and I'm like, oh my god, I love this dude, like this this hipster vintage logo look that this guy did. And I fell in love with the first thing he did, and I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome. And then it just kind of kept going from there. And hold on, I'm gonna have to shut this window. Sorry, guys, um, for the pause, but, and maybe you couldn't hear it, but it was starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> so, um, but I fell in love with the logo. And then for the podcast artwork, of course, it has to be in a square. And so that is really difficult uh, to, to work with on a website. And, you know, I'm sure most of you guys, if anybody's ever done a logo that's like a circle or a square, it's, it's, it can be tough. So we said, okay, can you do one? for the website. He did it. And I was like, Oh my God. And I'm like, I want him to do an F the hustle because so we have the F the hustle mugs and t-shirts We're <laughs> I, I will have a funny story for you with that. Um, but I wanted one that just said hashtag F the hustle as opposed to the F hashtag AK. So it looks like the word, you know, I don't swear on this show, so I won't. Um, I was like, these are super fun. The mugs are great. I'm not going to walk around in this t-shirt. It's kind of aggro. <laughs> but it's funny, it, you know, so hear me out with this. So anyways, so I asked him and at first I was like, eh, kind of, so he kind of played around with it, but we got some more logos. So we're going to test it, you guys, because the beauty of this is that we can simply put up the merchandise, share it, have fun with it, you know, do some Instagram camp, Instagram campaigns, send them to people, whatever that looks like. But the, my point 
is it's, it was all a process. And we were kind of under a crunch time because we didn't we went two weeks without having a new episode drop. And we we had some momentum. But here was the interesting thing is that I got an email from somebody and uh, I think he listened to the show. Uh, Chris, if you're listening, thank you. So I got an email from somebody. He's like, hey, my friend, you know, Bob reached out and was like, where's the new episode? And he was kind of funny because he was like, like I would know. Um, but so we started talking about it and he just said, can I give you some feedback? You know, it was super nice and constructive. He just said, what happened to you guys deep diving? I was really looking forward to that. Um, and I was like, ooh, and because John is like, let's kind of go off the cuff. What if somebody doesn't want to listen to a whole topic for a month? The episodes will stand, can stand alone also as solid content, but if you want to build on something, right? And what I liked about the deep dive is, is that it just differentiated us. I think you can do whatever you want for a podcast, but you have a better chance of succeeding if you're not doing just what everybody else has done, Right. And I'm not knocking that model either, because what's going to make it unique and succeed is really you and your efforts behind it. But so we got some feedback from him. And then I asked on the mastermind call with with Carrie's group. And I just, I asked, and it was funny, because Diane was like, I would pay for that. Meaning like, if we took that and put it into a newsletter, she said, that's something I'd pay for, because now you're in the education space. It's, it's you're actually giving a ton more value, like if we went deeper. So we have gone back to that model, and I'm really excited. Um, but we are finalizing the F the Hustle merchandise using WooCommerce and the Printful. Sorry, I need some coffee. This is hysterical, you guys. So we, there's a company. Um, I get so like, oh, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody, but it's called Scalable Press. Great concept, works with uh, WooCommerce. However, we ordered... I did like a, um, first we ordered a couple t-shirts and the trick, and I'm going to tell anybody this who wants to do any sort of swag with your brand, order something for yourself first and get the quality and get the feel for it. Because a lot of times there are multiple um, styles, uh, not styles, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not style. Um, There's multiple t-shirts based on like the type, 100% cotton, 50% cotton, 50% this, right? American apparel. So there's all these, you you need to say, well, yeah, the t-shirt might cost, you know, eight bucks, but you get it and it's crap. And then, you know, a large looks like a child's small. (laughs) So you need to, you need to order a test for yourself. And the cool thing with Printful is that they will do a 20% on um, like a test run, right? Anyways, we were using Scalable Press. So I get this box, we, we had done a giveaway. And I got this box of like, I don't know, five or six, six mugs, I, five, five mugs, um, like five t shirts, because I ordered a black and a white t shirt for john and I and then we had done a giveaway. So I we ordered a t shirt for her, we ordered a mug for her. And uh, so I was going through the boxes, like I didn't open them all. I, like I opened the box and then I just looked, the mug was bubble wrapped. I'm like, okay, so the, uh, we we did the 15 ounce mug, which is black, um, looks really cool. And then the 11 ounce and white, which you can do either way. And then um, <laughs> we get this mug. I'm not kidding you guys. So I open this one box and it's a mug that is like a light blue and it's got cats and dogs all over it. I'm all, um, so this is wrong. <laughs> I was like, what the bucket is this? And so I sent it to John. I'm all, look at this. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, so they shipped out a new one. And I was like, okay, well, here's the crazy thing. I don't quite 
there's no like checks and balances quality assurance there because these are not coming off of a production line, you guys. These are print on demand. So somebody looks at this and puts it in a box, right? Then <laughs> I finally, I hate going to the post office. And here's the crazy thing. My mailbox at, at the new house was broken into. It's a like a big box with like 12 things in it. I don't know why. So now I have to go down to the post office and collect my mail. So how's that for attracting what we don't want? Anyways, so I finally, I, I shipped off the giveaway and I, and I sent John his shirts, which, you know, God bless everyone, but I'm not shipping international ever again. It was $52 to send something to Canada. That was partly because I didn't go to the post office. I went to one of those like postal annex because I didn't want it. Or next time Kim's going to stand her lazy ass in line at the post office. Anyways, I had opened the boxes of the mugs to make sure that they were like too black and too white. I didn't take them out of the bubble wrap. <laughs> so John sends me this picture when he got his box. They printed the logo, the F the Hustle, upside down on the black mug. It's upside down. I was like, "Who? Uh, how, how did this make it in the box? So obviously, there is no quality assurance happening to look at that. And then, so it was like, you know what? No, this is not going to work. So I'm going to just tell you really quick. I, I had tested the Printful earlier this spring. I had sent my, I ordered a couple just show up t-shirts for myself. And uh, they were great. You have to, the tricky thing with white t-shirts is you want them to be thick enough, but soft, if that makes sense. So anyways, so I went back to that account and I'm going to tell you, because all these, all these companies connect with WooCommerce. Printful the Printful, just if you want to look it up, is um, so they've got WooCommerce. And then the beauty of it is if I when I create a a product inside of Printful, it pushes it to WooCommerce, populates it with the the image gallery, like six, because it'll do like six different, you can do this like a mock up, right? And then it's got the tech, it's got the description, like ceramic, dishwasher safe, that it all populates. I was like, Oh, my God, this is awesome. So anyways, that's my side note about, you know, stepping into the physical merchandise space. Um, so again, with with Hustle Free, we relaunched the podcast and the website under the brand. We love it. We're finalizing the merchandise and the store. We are focusing on growing the audience. We're going to create more content and we're going to look at monetizing it after the first of the year. And of course, lead gen. We're focused on growth. So that's part of growing the audience. Um, you know, it, it's just, you know, getting the validation only happens when you do the work, right? When you step in and and you take imperfect action and and you just put it out there. I see so many people, excuse me, that that get really caught up in the planning. And then they're in this perpetual planning stage. And they're creating these deep, you know, extensive programs and plans and packages and services and offerings. And it's like, Nobody knows you're there. Like you're, you need to be marketing. You need to be building an audience, and you can do that while you're figuring this out. I don't wait, you guys. Do not wait to do that because I'm going to tell you at the end of the day. Remember, all businesses come down to three things: offers, leads, and sales. Right? It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're a coach, a, a SaaS company, a startup, you know, a, a doctor, <laughs> a, you know, a car mechanic. It doesn't matter. You need all three of those things. Um, so hold, I'm going to just do a quick time check. Wow, I was chatty. The producing piece. Um, so 
I, this might be a little bit longer because I, I want to give this some due diligence, but I want to talk about the producing piece because I, I think I shared with you guys that I had won a contest from Viper and that's V-Y-P-E-R, Viper.io. They have a content upgrade tool and they have a giveaway tool. So I, and and the giveaway, so they had a contest, right? So I, I won the grand prize because I was pumped. I wanted a little bit of, it was like a consultation and they're going to write a post about me and I got lifetime access to the product. So I spoke with, um, with Jack over at Viper and these guys have been great, by the way, about digging in and looking at stuff. I pretty much told him that I needed some direction with lead gen. I wanted a, you know, to really build a solid strategy and a plan. So we covered a lot on this call. Lead generation, Facebook ads, SEO, using the podcast to drive more leads, using my YouTube channel to drive more leads. It was a lot. But one of the things, the big things that I took away from the call was leveraging what you have created, right? Produced. Um, so clearly I am a fan of repurposing and leveraging what you create. So as an example, taking those daily emails and publishing them as a post. Um, and, and just a side note on that, guys, don't, because I specifically asked Rebecca Gill on the SEO piece, she's like, just publish them, do it, don't worry about that piece. Um, because then I go share it, I do the social sharing, and I get a lot of opt-ins, because that's me just talking to people. So those, so that's part of actually a lead gen strategy. Um, but, you know, the other thing I did is a lead magnet, the new lead magnet that I did, uh, this one page WordPress marketing plan, so I created, it was an infographic in Canva. And then I thought, I want to do a little bit more value here. And since I am clearly this brand, and I've got a podcast, and I want people to connect with me at that level. So I did an accompanying audio with it, right? And the audio is almost 40 minutes, but I went through each point, and I And I just went a little bit deeper into it. Um, because to me, again, this is an intimate relationship that I have with with you guys, my listeners, right? <laughs> if you're still listening today, like with all the crazy directions I've gone in, like we'd probably be really good friends. Like if, if this doesn't make you crazy, like you're my tribe, right? Um, but so I am really a fan of that. So looking at doing all those things. And the thing is, this the magic with with all of this happens when you do it consistently. And I'm going to tell you guys, none of this stuff seems very sexy, like, just like, chugging away, right? Like creating content and writing emails and sharing and looking at analytics and, and producing it. But, but if you take me, and my point with the not sexy is, it's not a big launch. It's not a, you know, a new strategy. It's not, it's not like the latest and greatest, like how to, you know, make five figures a month with a webinar. Well, the webinar is not going to do you jack if you don't have an audience to sell to. And, you know, I went a little ranty with that on the last solo show, because you need that foundation, you guys, you need that solid framework, you need that solid place that your business sits, that is driving everything else. I don't care if you, you know, build a crazy Facebook fan page with 50,000 likes, that doesn't mean anything, you don't own that. Um, But I'm going to tell you that these things really start to feel sexy when they start working. And it absolutely takes work. Um, so here's a quick example. Like I was thinking when you're in this for the long haul, and you really want to build a business online, as opposed to just making money, taking the time today will pay off tomorrow. It really will. So many cliches, so little time. So if you take this podcast post an example, as an example, first, I, I wrote the written post, that's one piece of content. Now I'm recording the podcast episode, two pieces of content. 
I believe I'm going to be adding the transcripts to these, you guys. I've had two people. So the guy that is doing that content software I mentioned earlier, he's like, what about doing the transcripts? Um, I'm using train. So it's, it's going to be a little bit more work, but it's like, you know what, it's worth it. Um, and then Jack, same thing. So that these then turn into like 5,000 word posts. And so that's number three, the transcripts, transcripts. Um, the other thing I can do is take bullet points or key takeaways from every podcast episode and put them into a PDF and offer it as a content upgrade. That's a lot of work. So I don't know about that one. Meaning like, you know, you're taking now all of a sudden one positive cast episode is going to take me like an entire day. Um, but I can also create clamors with the post. I totally dropped the ball on that. Clamor is an app that you can do 24 second sound bites. Every podcast should have a 24 second sound bite. And if I if I approach that element of sharing and a way to build the audience, I could go into my intro with a soundbite as opposed to me just winging it like I did today. Um, And then submitting the podcast to YouTube as a video with link backs to a landing page for podcast listeners. So all of a sudden, that's what one, two, three, four, five, six. I did bullet points, not numbers. (laughs) So from one piece of content, I can create six additional pieces of content, six total pieces of content, you know, with which also provides me for additional platforms to post the content on, right? And then Let's add live streaming to that. What if I did these episodes as a live stream? You know, I don't know how that would work with the solo shows. John and I are definitely going to do that. Uh, and I'm going to share with you a tool I found, have not subscribed to yet, but it's called Huzza, H-U-Z-Z-A dot I-O. That lets you do live streaming and it goes through Facebook. Um, the chat window looks awesome. And then, of course, you can embed and share and all that good stuff. So, you know, the goal is to get as much leverage from one piece of content as you can. But you guys start producing one piece, just start. You know, all of these things can seem so overwhelming. And as I've been on this little journey of the last few weeks about, you know, people getting frustrated, coffee, people getting frustrated, or um, feeling like they keep getting sold a bill of goods, or they're getting, you know, sold on these, these courses, like, Here's a great example. Stu McLaren, who was one of the founders of Wishlist, launched a, a membership, a course on memberships, like how to profit from monthly recurring revenue with a membership site. You guys don't worry about the membership site. Like if you don't have a list of subscribers, why are you worrying about a membership site? You know what I mean? And so that's your responsibility. That's that's the due diligence that you build the foundation first. And you know, it's how how long is your house going to stand up if there's no foundation? That's such an old analogy, but I couldn't get any more creative right now. Um, so, you know, this producing piece, it just it just takes practice like anything else. And you can start small, maybe maybe start with a daily email, maybe or a weekly email, excuse me, I baby step my way into that. You know, start with one post a week, whatever that is. Um, you know, do the post on Facebook. I've thought about that too. Like, what I should be doing is when I do the daily email, is then take that and post it on Facebook. Facebook likes content. Let's just, for shits and giggles, let's do that, right? Did I say I didn't swear on this one? I don't drop the f bomb on this show. Um, so there's all kinds of ways that that you can be doing this. Find that one thing that you can do consistently for yourself that you're going to be able to stick with. And don't worry about like waiting to publish a post until everything is, you know, like my, 
like formatting. I'm a stickler with, I like posts to be formatted and headlines and all these things. And I'm actually thinking of having a plugin produced so that it's easier to do like, you know, a colored box for a content upgrade or to do like an outline or whatever. We'll cross that bridge. Maybe not. Um, but don't worry about that, you guys. Like, really, it's just just get it out there. And same thing with with um, you know, John and I talked on a, one of the last episodes of Hustle Free about funnels. It's like, don't worry about upsells and downsells and and funnels if you aren't generating leads with your primary opt-in funnel. Make sense? All right, I got a little serious towards the end there. I need to go over to my sister's house now and flat iron my hair because my flat iron broke. And I dried it. And so I look like a complete puffball. But anyways, you guys are awesome. Thank you, as always, for listening. And I would love a review on iTunes. I'm going to just keep asking because I would like to hit 100. That would make me super happy. So if you haven't, please head over to iTunes. Leave me a review. Let me know, you know, and just just let me know that you, that you like it. It's working, whatever. Um, have a fantastic weekend. Uh yeah, I can't believe it. We're almost yeah, mid-November. Where did the year go? Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a fabulous Friday.